everybody. Thank you so much for joining us and for coming back and for listening. Um, we appreciate you spending time with us. Um, and thank you for all of your feedback. Of course, if you are enjoying the podcast, you can like it and subscribe. And basically, you can listen anywhere that you can find podcasts. So thank you so much. We're so thankful just for all of you all the time. And today, I am especially thankful <laughs> because I have Yandla Harris with me. She is um, another curvy yoga teacher here in Nashville. What year did you go through YTT? Was that 2017? Um, was it 17? Or was it 16? <laughs> I figured, I'm trying to remember. Both, yeah. It feels like yesterday and a decade ago. <laughs> That's true. It does. It does. It feels like all of the things. So Yandla is with us today, and she's going to kind of do what I call the bookends of the podcast with us. Um, so thank you so much for joining me. Um, so, for yes, I'm excited that you're here. Um, we are going to start with practice notes as always, and I will kick us off. So, um, my practice notes this week feel complicated. <laughs> it feels like a compilation of all of the practice notes of all time. It's been, I just said to Yanla before we started recording, it's been like a crazy week. Um, a friend of mine just texted me this evening and she was like, I just found out that Mercury is in retrograde and that explains everything. And I still am unsure of exactly what that means, but I'm just going to go with it. (laughs) I am someone who needs an explanation for things. And if Mercury in retrograde explains this week, I'm down. (laughs) That's yes. So my practice notes for the week are that all of the things that apply to me that I have learned on the mat. So things like, we'll just use this for example, um, that my body feels different every single day and what I need on the mat is different every day. Um, and that can translate off the mat in so many ways is also true for everyone else. So (laughs) everyone else is allowed to have, um, a day today that was different than yesterday and they may need something from me today that they didn't need yesterday or maybe what they needed yesterday they don't need today. And so I'm learning to apply always, always learning to apply like the grace that I've given myself as I've um, learned those things to the people around me as well. So again, I've brought up grace in relation to my yoga practice, but I always will say that I think it's like the biggest lesson that I've learned in yoga. Uh, so how about you, Yamba? Oh, wow. Um, I would kind of piggyback off of what you said. And I would say um, just going with the flow. Yes. So, like, for me, I really have not practiced this week. And just like you, everything imaginable has happened to me this week. Yes. Everything, everything from car problems, just anything. So trying not to focus on the negativity of, well, of the negativity, not to focus on the negativity, but to kind of just go with the flow. Yeah. You know, this is going to happen, then it happens. And that would be the same thing. With my practice, you know, if I possibly get stuck trying to do a position, then I'm just going to go with it and we'll see where it goes. Yes. It's so good. And just to, I mean, it's easy. Sometimes life seems to just kind of be like floating and like things are going the way that they're going and it's easy sailing a little bit. Like maybe you hit a little glitch once in a while and then a whole wave will come. And to just, and I too, I said, I think 
um, in, maybe it was in last week's podcast, or I said somewhere in this community the other day that I have not practiced on my mat in weeks, literally. And so, yeah, just kind of like giving yourself that grace, but then also learning to apply that off the mat and giving it to other people. Right. So important. So good. Very important. Yes. I'm glad we're on the same page. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay. So we are going to jump right into Corner of the Curve. And Anna and I are talking this week about the value of just having a friend. And um, we're going to talk about some of our personal relationships and having a friend in like when in different practices in life, whether it's body acceptance or yoga, but then also just having friends period and the importance of having community. So it's one of my favorite things to talk about and I'm excited to share that with you guys. So here we go. Okay. So we wanted to talk in this segment about a form of support for your practice that I don't think I hear that much about that rarely gets mentioned, but that definitely for me has been really helpful, if not in some ways entirely instrumental in staying connected with practice. And that is the value of a friend on the path. So we are going to share some examples of what this support can look like. So I thought I would start off with the beginning of my practice. So when I first started practicing yoga, I just practiced at home. But then when I moved into in-person classes, I was shy. I was nervous. Um, I was often practicing with people who were like four decades or more older than I was. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would just kind of have these nod and chit-chat relationships with people. So not anyone who was really a friend, I would say, but it felt really nice to just be like, oh, yeah, this is the lady that I always see at yoga class. Um, And start to just kind of build up that sense of belonging and camaraderie. Um, And even if that connection doesn't translate outside of the yoga room, I think you do come to know the people who practice regularly, at least by sight and kind of like a nod or a hello or whatever um, at the same yoga classes that you do. And I think that that contributes to for me, my sense of feeling like, oh yeah, this is something that I want to do because that's a piece that I'm not getting from my home practice. Yeah, that's really good. I like that. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> I my practice started because I was essentially forced to go to a yoga class by a friend. <laughs> <laughs> So that's one way having the value. That's one value of having a friend. Yeah. Uh, but if it wasn't for her, who she obviously saw that I needed something in a way that I didn't did not see that I needed something. Mm-hmm. Um, if it wasn't for her, I I would have never stepped foot in a yoga class. I mean, I you know now you're talking about this was like nine years ago, eight years ago. Um, but yeah, I would have never. I would have never gone to a yoga class. So, you know, I think that encouragement from a friend. And then similarly to you, I practiced at the studio that she took me to at first for, for, for a while, just because like going to that first class is so intimidating and then switching studios is equally as intimidating. Right. Yeah, so that's true. I stayed for, I stayed for a while and then we actually had, had moved and I found something that was closer 
and found this really, I don't know, I feel like it's just, I don't hear these stories very often, especially early on in someone's practice, but found this really amazing studio that unfortunately is not open any longer. Um, but the classes were so diverse. I'm talking about age, size, gender, like super diverse. Um, so I didn't have kind of some of those negative things that a lot of people experience in the, in the beginning of their practice where they struggle to kind of show up to class because nobody in the class looks like them or they feel like they don't belong. That just like, wasn't my experience beginning. Mm -hmm. And so those people were super like, it was a very supportive environment. By the second time you went, everybody knew your name and spoke to you. They knew your spot in the class. Like Mm -hmm. like, for me, it was in the back left-hand corner, but like (laughs) they knew like, that's where I like to be. So those, I, those relationships, I mean, my friend Liz, like she was key in me stepping foot in a class, but I think those people in that second studio that I went to were probably very much key in me continuing to go. Um, cause I wasn't just going for yoga. I was going for that. At the time, my kids were really young. I didn't have like a lot of interaction with adults other than them. Um, other than at work. And so this was like a time for me to like go to yoga and be social. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So that was, I don't know that I would have kept going if that hadn't been my experience. Yeah. And that's making me think of people who are listening. If you're like, well, I don't have a friend to take me to yoga. Maybe you have a yeah. friend you want to take with you to yoga. You know, right, I think that, yeah. that can be something that can really help whether you're new or like you said, trying a new studio. I even still feel nervous when I try a new studio. I just kind of like, uh. (laughs) I've been trying to talk to myself to visit this new studio right now for three months. (laughs) Like it's, it's, that that initial walking through the door feeling it never goes away. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I think it's really important to say that, that people, don't think it's like just them or it's been, no. a, you know, too long. And I know that whatever class I go into, I can make it work for me because I know for yourself. Yeah. enough information about that. And even still, yeah. I feel like, what's it going to be like? And, you know, all that kind of stuff. So over time for me, I started making friends within yoga. So in classes or through connections, also online the kind of online yoga community. Um, And those have been some of the most meaningful relationships I've had um, because it's been like the ground of our friendship was the practice of yoga. And so it just felt like, and those were always people who were sort of at a similar place in their path that I was at the time. Um, So we could kind of talk about the practice and what it was teaching us and, challenges that came up. Um, and I'm not really talking about, I'm actually not at all talking about yoga pose challenges or anything. Um, but more like the off the mat kind of stuff that we talk about here all the time. Like, what are we learning? What are those parallels? Um, where, where are we wanting to go next? What good book or whatever are you reading? Um, and I feel like those are people who are going to be part of my life in one way or another, for a long time um, and continue yeah. to be right now. I think it's really valuable to have people who are 
um, at a similar place in their lives where they can kind of share and understand where you're coming from. And the same has been true for me with body acceptance, connecting with people who are on that path. In some ways, that's almost been um, more important in the sense of it can be so lonely sometimes being on the body acceptance path, especially if you, like me, at the beginning of my body acceptance journey, mostly had friendships that were rooted in like criticizing your bodies or being on the latest diet or whatever. Um, It can feel really hard to make that shift within your current friend groups. Um, And that's not to say like, get rid of all your current friends, but that it's, (laughs) but that it's nice to have people who can relate to where you're coming from and the challenges that come around. Like, how do you navigate this conversation with people who are not in the same place in their relationship to their body? So I think there are lots of different ways to think about that. Um, and, you know, I think these are things that develop organically. So looking for those connections, whether it's in a yoga class that you're attending, an online space, maybe something you go to in person. You know, I know more and more places um, like cities and towns are having body acceptance type meetups or whatnot. Um, so just being curious and open to when and how these kinds of relationships might unfold. Um, yeah. Because it's not like I went set out to have a yoga best friend or whatever. It just kind of <laughs> um, happened over time. Like most friendships do. Yeah. That's really good. I love that. That organic friendship, sir. Mm-hmm. The best friendship. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me over time, um, once, becoming a teacher once going through yoga teacher training and starting to teach yoga the way that friends have kind of played a role in that is that I have some friends who have really gassed me up like every time yoga comes back in as like a job because it's kind of like come and gone over the last however many years it's been mm-hmm. um you know it's been my job and then it's not been my job and then it's been my job um and I have some friends who were friends of mine before I was teaching yoga who would maybe come to a class because I was teaching it. Like they wouldn't have never, they wouldn't have ever necessarily gone to a yoga class, but came to support me. And so for some of them, yoga has stuck with them and they now practice with other people and practice in other ways and really love yoga. But those friends who have either come in yoga stuck or they've just come to support me have really like gassed me up every time I love it every time yoga comes back and I think that it's important to have friends that will gas you up in all kinds of ways like that's like that is one of the beautiful things of of friends um is just having people who will encourage and support you but like I have one friend in particular who came to a yoga class of mine years and years and years ago and had never kind of practiced in the way that I practiced And she was like, I've never experienced yoga like that before. And it was the beginning of her kind of starting her own, her own yoga journey. And so Mm. she's the teacher now that she loves that she goes to. Um, But every time yoga kind of like comes back for me, she's like, I'm so glad that you're doing this. Like, because she had a good experience in my class. And so she's like, other people need to have that experience. And so, well, I feel that way about yoga teachers that I've had. It's nice to have like a friend tell you that about yourself. 
Um, right. Especially when it's like the honest friend who <laughs> would tell you if it was the other way around and this is the honest friend. <laughs> <laughs> so she would be like, you ruined yoga for me. Thank you. Um, right. Instead, like she came to that one class and it, it changed things for her. And so I think the friendships that I have with people that I were already friends with before yoga, who I continue to be friends with and who have just kind of like gassed my yoga journey up have been, they've been really important to me. And to be honest with you, I didn't think about it until we talked about doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I realized like how important their voices have been in like just various seasons of this thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I think it's good that we're talking about it because I do think when you're thinking about what are the supports available to my yoga practice, other people, friendship, community is rarely one of the things that gets onto those lists. Yeah. Um, But I think in all the different contexts that we've talked about it, you can see that it really does make a difference. And I'm sure people listening have their own experiences of this too in different ways that it shows up. And I think... What you just pointed to seasons of life, you know, sometimes this has been more or less prevalent for me for sure. Um, But I know that having that support at different points along my path has definitely been really instrumental. So thinking about, you know, maybe times that you're feeling kind of disconnected from your practice or maybe you've been away for a while and you're wanting to go back, um, some of these things, I think, with friends and even just friendly people in your class who you say hello to or hold your spot or whatever um, can help you kind of get back into it, too. Yeah, I agree 100%. Okay, so with us your yoga friend stories, um, especially if you <laughs> yes. met a friend on your yoga mat and you want to tag them, we would share that. That would be so cute. We would love it. I love that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love the love. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and sometimes you meet a yoga friend who's a student in your yoga teacher training and that's me and you. Oh, you too. <laughs> sometimes that happens. <laughs> and you're not friends with them during the training, but then later you No, are. <laughs> because that would be crossing boundaries. Because boundaries. <laughs> Ethically speaking. Oh, man. Okay, so we're going to move from here into our next segment. Okay, we are back. I hope that you enjoyed that. Um, I hope that it left you maybe feeling um, some gratitude for the people in your life that have come alongside you in different seasons. And if you haven't had that, um, I hope that it encouraged you you to maybe go out and find that it's so important and it's something that we all really need. And, um, yeah, so I hope that for all of you. So I'm excited because Yandla is going to share a resource. I already know what it is and (laughs) I'm excited that you are going to get to hear about it and learn about it. So go ahead. Well, the resource that I'm going to share would be my own personal resource, and that is my book. Yes. Um, it's Yoga with Yama. It's a guide to beginning yoga. Um, you can find information about the uh, book. It's an e-book at that. You can find information about that at my website. It's, it's Yamla, I-T-S, Yamla, Y-A-N-D-L-A, dot com. And again, it's a few basic poses, you know, to kind of get you started if you're not too familiar with yoga. 
Um, you know, I would call them top priority poses. Yes. Get you going. That's awesome. And yeah, we will out. link to it um, on social media and in the show notes so that you can find it easily. If you were like listening while you're driving or something, don't write out the website while you're driving. We will link it for you <laughs> so that it is easy to find. And like she said, it's an ebook. So you can hear this. You will hear this on Friday and you can literally have it today. <laughs> yes. So that's awesome. Okay. So moving into gratitude, which I feel like I need to have this week. Um, I am super thankful for Yandla because we are doing YTT together next week, starting next week. I can't believe it's here. Um, but Anna so graciously has prepped me for, really for the last six years. <laughs> She's prepared me well for this moment and um, is letting me lead my first curvy yoga um, YTT and Yandla is going to co-teach and assist with me. And I'm so happy. And when Anna first asked if I would wanted to do it, um, you know, the next question was who would you want to have do it with you? And I didn't even like miss a beat. And so I'm, (laughs) Yandla was not my second choice. She was my first choice. And so I'm so thankful that you said yes. It's a big commitment. And, um, you know, we do five, I'm sorry, we do four five day modules. And so it is, it's a, it's like a, it's a big thing to commit to. And so I'm super thankful for you. And I feel probably half as nervous (laughs) as I would feel if I was doing it by myself. So I'm already thankful that you will be with me next week. Okay. Your turn. Um, I, I'm, of course, grateful for you all um, at Curry Yoga, but I really want to say that I'm grateful for the peace that I get, I guess, on a daily basis, mm. whether it's your concern about your children, your husband, your spouse, your family, yeah. I'm just worried about your job, or even worried about your yoga practice with all the things that we consume our minds with, the peace that I'm able to have, mm. even though all that's twirling in my head, yep. I am totally and completely grateful for the mind piece that I, I have that. with me. That's great. That's so good. All right. Do you want to go ahead and close us out? Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get comfortable. And we will take um, a deep breath together. So inhale. And exhale. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you, Yamba. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> 